Hello, everyone, and welcome to First Day Pod. I am your host, Leanne Hello, and Michael Govier cannot be with us tonight. I'll explain that in a little bit. Um, but he does say hello. And uh, I'm super excited to be here with you guys. So we don't have a an actual topic that we're going to be talking about today. We just thought, you know what? Summer is winding down. The holiday is upon us and we are about to get ready to get back into the swing of regular routine. So we thought we would just do a check-in show, see how you guys are doing, um, see what's new, see what's on the horizon. Um, just see how you're doing really. Um, so if you are here, I don't know you're here unless you comment. So, um, I'd love you guys know that's my favorite part of the show is you guys interacting with us and us interacting with you. So, um, please show up in the, the chat and, um, if you are new to the show, so we are first day pod. Um, and we're all about shared wisdom, education, empowerment. We just want every day to be the first day of the rest of our lives and the best that we can be that day. So um, I really actually let me let me just head over here. There we go. OK, so um, we do have some comments here. So Josh says, hey, hello, Josh. I'm glad you're here. And Patrick says, I'm not here. That's OK. I'm glad that you're not here with us. <laughs> so um, if you guys are new to us, we have the weekly show that we um, we do live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, 8 p.m. on Tuesday nights. Uh, so if you are listening to this in the audio version, head on over there on Tuesday at 8 and join us in the conversation. Uh, also, if you are into uh, personal development and growth and you want to be a part of a book club, we've got the coolest book club ever. So we meet every Monday night from 8 p.m. till 9 p.m. We start on time. We end on time. It's a solid hour of great conversation with great people. And we would love for you to join us. So we are taking next week off. Labor Day uh, falls on the Monday, obviously. And so we're going to take that off. We don't take all holidays off because we have a good mix of American and Canadian uh, friends inside of there. So when one holiday lands um, on a Monday, it isn't for all of us, but Labor Day is one of those holidays that everybody celebrates the same day. So we decided to take that off. It's also my birthday. So I thought, hey, why not? <laughs> so we will not see you, but we will um, we will see you on the September 11th, which is the next Monday. So I hope you'll join us for that. And uh, but we will be here next week um, at 8 p.m. for the live recording of our podcast on Tuesday. So hope we can see you there. So we did miss the podcast last week because it was actually Mike's birthday and we actually took an entire week off. It was so beautiful so beautiful. His mom has a, uh, house, um, near Lake Michigan. And so we went out there and spent the week just getting some sunsets and a lot of walking. We did our marathon training, um, some good eating. It was really, really nice. So I'm curious, what about you? Have you been doing any kind of just rest relaxation to get yourself ready for the coming months, the coming craziness of, you know, back to school and back to routine and the holidays upon us? Um, what are you doing to kind of just decompress and get ready for that? Or are you just full, 
bore right into it. And you're like, oh, there's, you know, no time to rest. I hope that's not the case because you guys know on the show, we're always talking about, you know, making choices that are the best for, for us. Um, Patrick says another 50 kilometer ride today. Way to go, Patrick. Oh my gosh. That's wonderful. Even how you've been feeling. Okay. So congratulations. That is amazing. Um, I was re-listening. I love our show. I'm going to tell you, and I love our show when we have interviews on and Jesse was on here, uh, two weeks ago and he was talking about, um, his journey through alcoholism and he's been sober now for a year and he's got a lot of anxiety. That's one of the things that I really picked up on during that interview. And part of what I was listening to was when, um, one of the things that he does to relieve his anxiety is gets moving, gets outside, changes the scenery. He's like, even if I just go take the dog for a walk or go out for a ride, you know, when I'm in that feeling of anxiety, um, or I'm, you know, just down and out, I just change it up. So we can really change our, our emotional state through our physical state. So, uh, Patrick 50 kilometer bike ride today. Amazing. Um, us doing the marathon training, incredible. And actually that brings me to why Mike isn't here tonight. So he's been working all day long and he had a choice and the choice was come on the show or get his marathon training in. And he chose the marathon training. I'm really proud of him because that could have been, that would have been a very easy, like, Oh, I just don't have the time. So I can't get it in. Uh, which I actually did. (laughs) I'm okay with that. I am. Um, but he said, no, you know what? I don't want to miss the day. I want to go. And he knew that I was going to come and I was excited for the show. Um, so he didn't have to be here. And so he made that choice and I'm super proud of him. And that's a really, really good lesson for all of us that, you know, we can't do it all. We just can't. And in order to put things into our life that, that we value and that we need, we've got to make hard choices. And that was his choice for tonight. And I'm, I'm super proud of him. And I'd love to know from you, what are some of those hard choices that you've had to make that, you know, you know, there's two things that you need to do or that you want to do, but you make the choice to do the one that is going to serve you the best. Um, showing up for ourselves healthy wise, like for our health is not always an easy decision because I don't know about you, but I have almost been conditioned to do the work and to, you know, do the productivity kind of actions that are like society says are, you know, go to work and go and get a paycheck and go and do all of these things and help others. And, but then what ends up taking a back seat is our health. And if we say that we value our health, we really need to start doing things that, that are showing that we value our health. And Mike did that tonight. Mike did that and said, you know what? I value my health and I'm going to show up for that. So very cool. Congratulations, Michael. Super proud of you. Um, So let me go into here and just make sure that there's no comments. Okay. Um, So yeah, so I just wanted to do a check-in. How are you guys doing? Josh, Patrick, you listening, come on over, send us an email. You can email us uh, firstdaypod at gmail.com. We really do want to know how you guys are doing. Um, you know, it's, it's not always easy out there. It just isn't. Uh, life 
happens and it happens so fast. And there's so many things that we have to deal with and do, and we just don't have the time to do it all. And so one of the, one of the messages that we really want to get across is taking today and just being present today. What can you do today to make this the best first day of the rest of your life? Right? Like what, what can you do that when you lay your head down on the bed tonight that you feel like it was a good day? Um, cause at the end of the, at the end of the day, that's all that we have is we have what we've done today. We have what we've done up until this point and worrying about like all the things that could happen in the future, it's going to deplete our energy and we're not going to end up doing all of the things that we want to do. So, um, I've just been doing a lot of, a lot, a lot of thinking and having the kind of vacation and being able to just decompress and think and slow down is something that I don't do a lot. I, I really don't. And I, I always say that I love, you know, the hustle and I love going and I love being, you know, productive. And I, I really genuinely, truly do it. Like it fires me up. I get super excited you know, I love starting new projects. I love all of that. But I also realized this week, this past week, that I also love just being. I just love being in the moment. I love watching the sunset and waiting until it actually, you know, leaves the horizon. Um, I have a funny story for that, but I see that there's some comments coming in. Chris Januski is in the house. Hello, Chris. Hello. Oh my goodness. It's so nice to see you. Uh, Josh says we never have enough time for everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. I completely agree. Um, Josh says, oh yeah, Tommy is here. Hi, Tommy. I haven't met you yet, but I'm sure I will. Um, so Sue says, here's a big one. Okay. Taking a leap to quit a job that's killing my soul, but I could have easily waited out the next four and a half years and collect my pension. Nope. My peace of mind is more important. I can't be a robot like the staff person I spoke with before leaving the office tonight. He was so sad. Woman, I am so proud of you. And I'm holding my mic because I brought it with me on vacation and I like unscrewed it. So I like, I have the stand. I didn't know how to put it back together. So I would be clapping for you um, <laughs> if I could. Uh, but I clapped for you yesterday in the book club because I am so proud of you for putting your peace of mind um, and your mental health ahead of, you know, four and a half years is not a long time. And there's a lot of people that are just like, oh, I got got to mail it in for the next five years and be miserable. And, you know, you made the right choice, I think. Um, so Sue says, having time is a matter of perspective. Amen. That is absolutely, absolutely true. So we can make time for whatever we want. And that is just a fact. We have to realize, like we have to figure out what we want. What do we want to make time for? So can we fit everything in? No. If you have, if you have 40 hours worth of things that you want to fit in tomorrow, you can't do it. You just can't. However, you can really prioritize what's important to you and you can break that down and you can fit it into the day because I guarantee there is a ton of wasted time. If you are one of those people that you don't waste a moment, 
I've never met one of those people, but they might exist, that you don't waste a moment and you're not able to fit in the time for the things that you need, then, then we have an issue. But I think for the majority of us, that's just not the case. We're filling our time with things for other people. We're filling our time with scrolling. We're filling our time with, like I've said this on the show before, which is not really great for our ratings and for our viewing. But if you're listening to this show and this show is half an hour, 45 minutes, that's half an hour, 45 minutes that you could have done something else that you say you want to get done, right? And then you can listen to this on the car ride to work in the morning. We had one gal and that's the way that she listened. She never listened to us live. She would always listen to us on her walk in the morning. So um, absolutely, time is a matter of perspective. Patrick says, I think it's important to know that just because we can do something doesn't mean that we must do something. Boom. Absolutely. I completely agree. That's a great one, Mike. Um, Patrick, Mike. <laughs> Josh says, Sue, I believe this applies to jobs, marriages, and all things in life. We don't get a rebate for roughing it out in areas that make us unhappy. Amen. That's a really good one. Uh, Josh says, that is me, Lee. I don't waste time. But you're here. But you're here. So what is the... What is it that you want to be doing that you don't have time for? I'd really, really be curious. And I'm like, I'm not putting you on a, on the spot, Josh, but I'm really curious about what it is that you feel like you don't have time for. And then looking at your schedule to seeing what are you, what are you spending time on that you don't need to? Um, Tom says, all I have is time. So is this Tom, is, is this Tommy? Is this your Tommy, Josh? Uh, <laughs> your Tommy. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, if not, hi, Tom. Or if so, hi, Tom. Uh, so Josh says, I am multitasking. Okay. I really feel like we have to have like a big conversation, Josh. So, um, okay. So you're multitasking right now. So uh, <laughs> Josh says, Oh yeah, he's mine. Laugh out loud. <laughs> Whoa, I don't know that guy. <laughs> so they are besties. I love it. I will meet you one day, Tom. So now Patrick says, sometimes doing nothing is the most important thing you can do. I completely agree. I, it was a very interesting week for me. So one thing that I did realize, and I thought it was fascinating, um, is that we got into we got into the little town um, on Saturday night, maybe around eight o'clock at night. And by Sunday, so on that was Saturday. So on Sunday, um, by eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night, I told Mike, I was like, man, I feel like we've already been on vacation for like a week because we had just done well, we went for a walk. We did there were a lot of things that we did. We we went out on the beach. Um we did things, but it was so slow and it was at our own pace. And it was just very therapeutic. Like it was just very, very nice that because I was so go, 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 go all the time. So, so much that even just taking 24 hours made me feel like I was away for a week. Like it, it calmed me. It gave me so much serenity. Um, and I really didn't feel that much more relaxed a week later. 
it was nice. I'm very happy that I did it. But I'll tell you, that piece you can find in little pockets. I find today I was go, go, go. I've been at the desk working, went to see a client, came back, did another book club, did, I've done all these things, but I did take 15 minutes to go outside, take my shoes off, put my feet in the grass and just sit there looking at the trees and the flowers and just took time. And that was enough to make me feel at peace and relax. So it's really interesting that we don't need to have weeks of vacation and we don't need to have, you know, an hour in the gym and a hour here and an hour there, sometimes pockets of 10 and 15 minutes of really taking time for what your soul needs is enough. Uh, Josh says, even when we don't do anything, our minds are still doing minor tasks. Okay. So that's true. Our mind's always going also. So our organs, our organs are always working. Absolutely. Um, but just calming down. And I find it's not the answer for everybody, but I find if I really want to calm down quickly, it has to be in nature. Like that is the place that I will ground and feel the most calm. Because if I feel like, okay, I'm going to go watch like a 20 minute video online and just to like, I'm not going to think about it. I'm just going to relax. I'm not relaxed. My brain doesn't understand what I'm looking at. My eyes are still like squinting at the screen. I'm still getting that blue light. Like, but if you go outside for five, 10 minutes and you just look at nature, that can calm you down in a, in an instant almost. It's, it really is fascinating. Patrick says that's because you knew your time was limited. So you couldn't fully let go. Micro break, micro breaks are a great way to get away without worrying about timelines and what's next. Yes. Do you, Patrick, I'm curious, do you use the Pomodoro effect at all or method? I was just talking about that. I'm in, um, I'm running another book club, um, for my, my business for my team. And, um, we were talking about that today about scheduling time to make, you know, just even little pockets of time. But then I was talking to them about the Pomodoro method about how you work for 25 minutes and then you get that five minute break and how important that five minute micro break is that you can just kind of like get your mind away from the thing that you're doing. Um, Patrick says, I have no method for my madness. <laughs> well, you are fascinating, sir. Um, okay. So yes. So micro breaks are, it's just, it's really, really interesting. It doesn't take a lot. It really, really doesn't. Um, and yeah, Josh, like you can focus on the fact that your brain is still, um, so you, oh, I missed a lot. Let me go back up here. Okay. So Josh says we're still processing when we do nothing. Yes. Yes, that's true. Um, and Tommy says, I'm retired from the military. What do you do when all you have is time? Well, apparently help Josh out with something because he doesn't have enough time. So figure out what Josh needs done and then you pick up the slack and then that'll be a perfect little match. <laughs> um, let's see what else is going on here. And I will get back to that, Tommy, because it is, that's an interesting question. Uh, Sue says, art, create, trans transcendental meditation. Sue, is that an answer to Tommy of what you do when all you have is time? 
Because I think those are some really, really good, good answers. And Patrick says, pursue your passions, Tommy. That's a awesome one. And then Josh said he has his own issues. Okay. That's, that's fine here. Okay. Sue says, yes. So that was an, uh, that was an idea for Tommy to get into creation, uh, follow your passion, transcendental meditation. Um, there's so much, there's so much. And time is such a funny, funny thing. Like it just keeps ticking by no matter what, but there are ways of us slowing it down. And I, I don't have all the answers, but I will say when you work by a schedule for me anyway, when I work by a schedule and I really fill in all the things that I have to do during my day, during my week, um, and then I, I schedule enough time in between those things that if something were to happen, that it were to go a little bit longer, I'd be okay. Like for instance, our, our, uh, podcast here, we always do it for about 30 to 45 minutes. It's the way it is. But in my schedule, I always book it for an hour because I'm like, well, you know, what happens? What happens if, you know, we get into a conversation and it goes a little bit longer? Well, I would be stressed if I only booked it for 45 minutes and then book something else for, you know, 8.45, I'd be stressed that last five minutes of the show because I'd be like, oh my gosh, I got to get, I got to be somewhere else. And my brain would take me to that future place, right? But when I give myself a little breathing room inside of there, then I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. And then we always usually end up being done by 8.45. And then I have 15 minutes of a little bit of breathing room, which is nice. I can go stretch. I can go and do you know, some jumping jacks. I can go ground. I can go do whatever I want to do or just be or follow up on an email or whatever. But I find that scheduling my time really opens up my time. And I not only am I feeling more into it, but I'm more present in everything that I'm doing. So Tommy, even if you're retired, I would say figuring out your schedule of what you want to fill in those things, um, that could really help. It really, really could. Okay, so let's look here. So Josh says, well, what does one do when retired? And Josh says, we need to keep ourselves busy, right? Well, my answer is yes. Um, but busy means something different to everybody, right? So it depends. What do you need? And I don't know. I might sound really naive when I say this, but if you're retired, and you don't have to work, you are given such a good opportunity to be able to figure out what your soul needs and do that thing. So if you find that you, like you were in the military, so if you have a lot of healing to do, now might be the time to really get into that. Or you might want to spend more time outdoors. You might want to, there's so many things that you can do um, Patrick was, you know, suggesting Sue was suggesting. So when you're, um, oh, here's another one. So Patrick says lots of groups, groups need volunteers. That's a huge one. So figuring out what you need to nourish your soul. And if you have that opportunity that you have the time, I think you owe it to yourself and those around you to really step into doing something with that time because it's going to pass anyway. If you're sitting on a couch, just watching TV it's going to pass, but you're not going to feel alive. But if you can go and help others, just like Patrick was saying, and he says, uh, try writing, art, outdoor activities. 
There's so many things. This is what I love about our show. This is what I love about our book club too. So the book club that we do, we always read a book, we're reading chapters along, and then we're having group discussion. And these group discussions, just like that's happening right now, it becomes so rich because we, when we're by ourselves and in our own head, we don't get nearly the ideas that we do when you mastermind with other people. So Tommy, I'm so happy that you're actually asking these questions. Uh, Patrick says, throw a dart at a map and go where it lands. Not Google maps. Phone <laughs> Phones hate darts. That's cute. That's a great idea too. go on an adventure, but even just exploring your own city or doing outdoor activities or going for a walk, um, filling your time with that will actually end up leading you into figuring out what else it is that you want to do. Um, so my dad's been retired for two years. He, I never thought he would retire. I thought he was going to be a 90 year old man still going into work because he was just always said, what would I do with my time? And because he worked, he worked, um, he never really worked overtime. He worked a lot of hours, but he didn't work overtime. And so when he was off, he was off and he would golf or he would do all these other things. And he kept his, his schedule very busy. He just enjoyed it. Everything that he did, he'd enjoyed. So he says, oh my gosh, if I put all those hours into work, what am I going to do with those hours? So when he retired, it, and I, I've heard this from a lot of people. If you sit on the couch, you, that can just feed into like the whole rest of your life. And you could just sit there and then you'll get sick and then you'll get tired and then you'll get bigger and weaker. And there'll be so many ramifications from just sitting. Right. But if you can get out and start moving, then while you're moving, you're going to start thinking about other things that you want to do. And so that movement might be like, oh my goodness, you know what? I really, I didn't remember this, but when I was a kid, I always wanted to get into drawing and now I think I'm going to just try it. And then you can get into that. Like the brain works very, very, um, um, powerfully when it's connected to nature, when it's outdoors. Um, okay. Let's see what else. So Josh says, what do we do when we have nothing but time, but things out of our control, tie our hands and limit what we can do? Okay. I'm going to get back to that because I want to, I want to catch up with the rest of the comments, but Josh, I'm going to come back to that. Cause I, I really want to have a conversation around that. Tom says, what's a good place, uh, to go in Canada. All of Canada is beautiful. There's so much to do in Canada, depending on how far you want to go. There's a ton to see here, but there's a ton to see just in the United States. Like you don't have to come over the border. Um, Patrick says Niagara Falls is interesting, but a tourist trap. Yes. Amen. Um, Palazzo says, Hey, we just beat the rain. Way to go. That's Mike. Everybody. If you don't follow him already, you can follow him on Palazzo podcast sports. Um, so welcome back. I'm really proud of you. Let me go to here. Patrick says, Toronto is a clean version of New York. Okay. Yes, Toronto is, <laughs> Toronto is, but New York is also, New York is my favorite place in the entire world. Um, New York is nice as well. So uh, Patrick also is giving so many suggestions here. Tommy, like this is, I hope that you're going to come back here and just go through all these comments and make notes and figure out what you're going to do with your time. 
So Patrick also says that Montreal and Quebec have tons of history. East Coast is awesome. Halifax, Newfoundland. Yes, my family comes from Prince Edward Island. And Sue says that Toronto traffic looks insane. It is. But once you're inside the city, what's cool too, Sue, is that when you're in the city, um, there's a whole underground city that you can be in. So even if you go in the winter, uh, you could get shops in and uh, theater in and uh, hotels and restaurants and everything without even putting your coat on. So that's kind of cool. Tommy says, is prostit prostitution legal there? Okay. Good question. Patrick, you can answer that because I actually don't know what that answer is. I don't think so. Um, Patrick says BC is beautiful, but price think LA and nice scenery. Yes. So there's a ton. Okay. So let me go back up here and I want to go to Josh's question which says, what do we do when we have nothing but time, but things out of our control, tie our hands and limit what we can do? Okay. So this would be how I would look at this. There are things that can limit all of us, right? Like I want to go and I would love to be able to go travel the world, but like the limit would be, I don't have the money right now to be able to do that. I also have clients that are waiting for me, so I can't just leave. I also have, like, there's so many things that can limit me. So I don't focus on what is limiting me, right? I focus on what can I do because there's probably a lot that's not being limited. So Josh, there's, when you say what is limiting you, the problem is, um, Okay. So let me, okay. So Patrick is explaining that, uh, no, it is not legal, but you can go topless. Tom says, I'm going to Germany. Are you going to Germany? Well, that's awesome. And Sue says, control is an illusion. Focus on what you can do. Amen. So Sue, that's exactly what I was trying to get at is we all have limits. We all, and people are like, oh no, we're just limitless and we can do yes to an extent. But there are some things that you are just going to be limited for. But why would you focus on that, right? So there are so many things that you can do. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. So my <laughs> squirrel. So Mike just said, I just saw the Laskowski. So those are our friends. Now, this is what's cool is that he literally just walked by their house before the show. I was talking to him on the phone and he was like, man, I should knock on their door and go and say hi. But he kept walking because he was trying to get his his mileage in before it rained. And um, he ended up seeing them anyway. So that's awesome. Patrick says, way to rein us in, Sue. <laughs> yes. So it is very true. We need to focus on what we can do because if we focus on the things that we can't do or the things that we don't have money for, we things that whatever, then that's all that we're going to create in our life. We're going to create more of that. So for instance, I have a friend and he's in our book club with us, Ed. Ed, if you're, well, you're probably not listening right now because you, you're probably, he just started a new job. So that, I think that's why he's not here tonight. But, um, he was saying that when he first started his weight loss journey, he was not able to walk very far. He was, he had a lot of extra weight on him and just walking like to the mailbox was exerting for him. Right. So he could have said, well, there's no way that I can do it. I'm limited. I can't. He just decided that he was just going to walk 
as far as he could go, even if it was to the end of his driveway. And I can't remember exactly like the distance that he did, but this is basically what it was. He would walk to the end of his driveway and do that for a couple days. And then he would walk to the driveway and then go up, you know, the street a little bit and do that for a couple days and then keep building up. And so he didn't let the fact that he, you know, on the outside could very easily say, I can't do this. I have to be limited. And instead said, what can I do? So he took these little steps. So the same thing, if you're, if you're, um, if you're just going through and, and saying that you can't do things, you're going to focus on that and you're going to get all of the, the, um, the reasons why that's true. But if you try to find the things that you can do, you're also going to find all the reasons why that's true, why you can go and do the thing. So my guess is that there's a lot um, less, like there's less things that are limiting you than than you're able to do. Um, Mike says that it was a random run-in and it was so funny the last time we saw those friends. So you guys, listen, if you're listening to this in the audio version, you really need to come over here because it may be a little bit squirrely for you listening to it in the audio sometimes. Um, so if you were here, you would just be a part of the conversation. Um, what's cool is that the friends that Mike's talking about, the last time we talked about, oh, we should go and stop by, we didn't. And we ended up running into them that night at the grocery store. So very interesting how they're connected to us. Okay, so Josh, Josh says, we want to be limitless, but we have uh, to come to terms. We all have limits. Yes, but we also don't have to focus on those limits. That's the whole part of this is that we have to decide what we want to create in our life. So yeah, you can come to terms with the fact that you have limits, but everybody, like we all have limits. There's, there's, so why focus on it? You know? So I would, I would challenge you to think about all the ways that you're not limited. What are all the things that you can do right now to do the things that you want to get done? And I would make a list. So Tommy, if you're retired and you have all the time in the world, but you're not doing the things that you want to do, make a list, figure out what it is that you want to do. And it might just be as simple as, you know what? I just want to start by just sitting outside and getting fresh air and maybe reading a book or I don't know, maybe you, you want to go and volunteer somewhere and just, you know, a little bit of time every week and then a little bit more time every week. So focusing on what limits us, that's a, a major pastime of the majority of North America, probably the world, but I see it mostly like obviously in our area. Um, we love talking about our limitations. We love it. And if we want to, if we want to fight for them, we get to keep them. I think Jim Quick is the one that quoted that um, or something along those lines, but it's just true. You want to fight for your limitations. You get to keep them. You get to live in them. And that doesn't sound like a really fun way to be. So it's not easy, but there are things that we can do. And if we start focusing on the things that we can do, then we're going to start seeing more things that we can do. So I hope that answers kind of what you were looking at there. Um, Josh, when you were, you know, saying that our hands are tied and they're, we're being controlled, um, it's all an illusion. If we, if we focus on that, they, 
the control or the, the limit can become handcuffs and they can tie us down. Patrick says, limits are finite. Why not just see wherever we wind up as accomplishments instead? That's a good one. That's great. And you know what? Just sometimes we need to just change our perspective. Sometimes we just have to realize like, you know what? Maybe the things that I've, I've wanted to do or maybe the things that I'm going after, it's outdated for me. Like when was the last time that you actually sat down to decide what you want your life to look like? Because we do that when we're young, right? And we're like fresh out of school and we have all of these things like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. But then do we really spend the time thinking about what we want to do now? We just kind of keep going through the motions and we might be doing the motions that aren't even taking us where we want to be. So a really good exercise is just figuring out where you want to be. How do you want to feel? And then live into that. Figure out what you need to do more of to feel that way. Because life is just too short. The fact of the matter and, and you know, I hope that we all live for many, many years and, and we have a, a wonderful future of amazing memories. But all of us can be taken tonight. We could not wake up tomorrow. And that's just the fact. So right now has to be the first day of the rest of our life. And it may be the last day of the rest of our life. So we have to make it the best that we can. That's for me anyway, that's the way that I want to live. Um, this conversation has been really important to me um, because I have not been living what I want. Um, a lot of it I have, a lot of it I've stepped into, but there's a lot on my heart that I want to do. And, and you guys know, you've heard me talk about it and I just don't show up in the way that I want to. And I think, I think this was a really good conversation for me to realize that I need to start really thinking about what I can do and start doing it, just doing it, not worrying about like, oh, how or, or, you know, what, what's standing in my way, or there's all these things, or I need more of this. And when I get this, then I can do that. It's bullshit. We can all do whatever we want if we put our mind to it. And you know what? If you honestly believe that you can't do it, pick something else right? But if something is like deeply on your heart that you want to do, it's there for a reason and you'll be able to find the way to do it. Um, Patrick also says, as long as you got somewhere, uh, it's further than where you started from. Amen. That's a really good one. Uh, I also want to tell you guys, so did I bring the book with me? I did. I don't know if you're going to be able to see it because of the green screen. Um, do, do, do. There it is. The Alchemist. We just finished this book. If you have never read The Alchemist, and I haven't, this was the first time that I read it. Um, I think I read part of it years and years ago. It is a very, very good book. And Tommy, I suggest that you read it. I think you'd really enjoy it. So grab the book. If you want, I have the PDF. I can send it to you. Um, and go outside. Get your feet in the grass, sit down, read the book, um, and then start thinking about what you want to do with all that time on your hands. Uh, let us see. Jenny Manello is here. I don't see any comment. I might be doing something wrong. Um, but it's nice to see that you're here. Hi, Jenny. Uh, so, yeah, 
So I think that's going to probably about wrap it up. I'm glad that we had a check-in. Tommy, I'm glad you were here. You had some really, really good um, questions. And Patrick, as always, you've got a lot of really great suggestions. Sue, Josh, Mike, thank you guys so much for being here. Jenny, thanks for showing up. And um, we'll see you guys here next week, Tuesday, um, September 5th. And until then, try to make today the best first day of the rest of your lives. I love you guys. Bye.